President Zelensky has recently admitted that things are getting pretty tough at the front. What exactly does this mean for Ukraine in the face of Russian advances along two axes? And what can Ukraine do to stop it? I'm Paul, U.S. Army combat veteran. It's February 5th, 2023. This is your daily Ukraine update. Let's get into it. Okay, first, let's take a look at the control map. You guys can see one of the biggest changes has been south of Bakhmut. You guys can see that yesterday, yesterday, as we've talked about, Russian forces trying to create this encirclement up to and around Bakhmut, Chasavyar, and Ivansky. And we've talked for a long time, encirclement is a really tough order for Russian forces simply because splitting um, Bakhmut, Chasavyar, and Ivansky is going to be really tough and is going to involve crossing a very vulnerable open space. And you can see it looks like they've started to pull the trigger, putting their forces into these large open areas, not in an effort to create a pincer, but actually to create a 90 degree bend in the front, ratcheting up pressure on Bakhmut and on Avonsky and Chasavyar. This to me is a recognition by Russia that they can't make this sort of spear-like advance up through the south. That instead they're going to have to make a broad-based push across the front lines. That involves pushing in Althine, involves pushing towards Ivansky, even if it means going over this very open terrain and north into Chasavyar through these woods here. So we've talked for a while that Chasavyar as a defensive point is going to be pretty important. And you guys can see just how hard of a time Russia is going to have. These are forested areas. There's a lot of choke points along these uh, created by these water uh, bodies of water. Uh, there's urban areas that are going to be very hard to fight out of. Um, it's just all around going to be a very, very tough situation for Russia if it tries to take Chasavyar um, as part of this Bakhmut encirclement effort. You can see Ivansky, much less uh, developed um, suburban area, but still going to be tough. And you can see, again, there's, there really does look like there's almost a recognition by Russia that this uh, is going to have to be just a broad-based push by its forces. Um, you can see as well that near Krasnohora, they've made uh, also some reported adjustments to the front lines, all Russian advances, um, cutting, crossing the Batmutka at another point, um, and again, looking like they're getting ready to encircle at least the town of Krasnohora. It's pretty important that Ukrainian defensive forces still in here don't try to hold out and try to conduct their withdrawal. And we've talked about this for months now, that Bakhmut holds symbolic value for Russia, but it can't be allowed to take on the same irrational value for Ukraine. Ukrainian forces, their objective in Bakhmut is to kill as many Russians as humanly possible, destroy as much equipment as humanly possible. Um, they've tied up a tremendous amount of Russian armed forces here. Uh, it seems as though Russian forces are likely preparing for another offensive operation by all accounts, um, likely in the Luhansk region, probably, I suspect, along this Kremina-Lyman axis. Um, and so if that's the case, Russia is going to have a really hard time running a two-axis offensive. Um, and 
Russia has been very vocal about the fact that they are going to try to take Volodar, that they're preparing to take Volodar. They've even been telling civilians that they're trying to take this region, which is an indicator, of course, that Russia probably doesn't have any designs on Volodar. The reasoning is simple, that Russia's clearly learned its lesson um, that they should not be disclosing to civilians uh, in occupied areas any troop movements, especially future troop movements, because of the incident where uh, in Makivka, where an entire barracks was taken out, and it seems like Russia has sort of internalized the idea that civilians were the ones who at least provided some of the intelligence that led to that strike. So, when we look at the combat map, you guys can see too, um, no reported combat taking place in Volodar or Zaporizhia in general. Ground assaults appear to be occurring exclu almost exclusively to take Bakhmut as part of this effort here. You can see Ivansky, Klachivka um, in the east and near Krasnohorda. But when we look north, we can also see... Um, Along this Kremina Yampil Lyman axis, Russia is also starting to ratchet up its offensive efforts here. And I think this is really important and really worth acknowledging uh, because these, uh, you know, Russia is not going to be able to launch its offensive gradually. There's a lot of uh, unconfirmed intelligence that indicates that Russia aspires to probably close off the Luhansk and Donetsk borders. Um, they're likely going to to push to do that, declare victory, and in all likelihood, I suspect, withdraw their forces from the entirety of Zaporizhia, concentrate them on maintaining and holding these borders here, and then functionally uh, unilaterally end the war. I think that's Putin's goal. That would allow him to save face, allow him to say that he's uh, liber liberated these uh, predominantly Russian-speaking regions and allowed him and and given them independence, i.e. Uh, bring them into the Russian orbit, right? Similar to Crimea, where if you occupy it long enough, you're simply considered to have taken the region over. And that's what we're seeing here. Um, that's Russia's strategy. What is Ukraine doing? Again, I think, well, when we look at the news, we can see Zelensky has uh, acknowledged that fighting in the front, um, he said that uh, his troops are facing heavy fighting in Bakhmut, Volodar, and Lyman in the east. Um, the Ukraine's defense minister is anticipating a Russian offensive later this month. That would make sense given their leaked intelligence that Putin uh, likely wants to see the administrative borders of the two oblasts to be under Russian control entirely uh, by March, which would require a, at the very latest, uh, February offensive. Um, when we look over to War Mapper, we can see that, of course, Russia is continuing to push south into Optine um, and continuing to drive into Bakhmut, attempting uh, really to fight house by house. Uh, and again, this is a symbolic victory for Russia. It's not a practical, it's of limited practical value for um for Russia, given its larger objectives here. Uh, I think Ukrainian forces, 
I think what they need to do to succeed is to tie up Russian forces in as many places as possible um, while, it, while tying up the minimum necessary of their own forces. And frankly, allowing them to take small pieces of territory is an effective way to do this. Uh, it's called a defense in depth. It's something that, um, and trading space for time. And it's something actually that uh, military police units are trained to do uh, because of their uh, it has to do with with their function as um, highly mobile units um, in in at least U.S. military doctrine, um, and so this is what you do: you force the enemy to advance, um, you draw them out from their prepared defensive positions, you inflict the maximum number of casualties. Um, and you force them to deploy into their combat formations, right? As you withdraw, right? When they, um, then the enemy chooses to advance again, leaving again their deployed combat positions. Uh, you inflict casualties as they move, they redeploy. And so you create, while you trade, while you lose space, you yield territory to the enemy, you inflict a lot of casualties, you degrade them, and you prevent them from, um, gaining momentum in the fight. And that's something that we're seeing Russia is not gaining a ton of momentum in this grand scheme of things. Um, and I think that's probably what Ukraine is really striving to do, probably trying to minimize their forces that remain in Bakhmut, trying to keep more and more of their combat power um, in preparation for their own offensive efforts, learning, um, training units on the Bradleys, um, establishing new units with good chains of command, resourcing those units, and rehearsing and training them. So somewhere off the front lines are combat-hardened units, I suspect, that are being prepared for a major offensive push. Um, now, Russia is, again, probably trying to do the same thing, but simply relying on more and more conscripts. And it's not clear that Russia has the logistic backing to run a similar effort, especially given that they are trying to really make significant advances in Bakhmut. Anyway, guys, that's all I had for you. Um, of course, thanks so much, as always, to the patrons of Patreon, uh, my colonel and lieutenant tier patrons on here. Um, if you guys want access uh, to see all the combat video breakdowns that YouTube won't let me show you, including my breakdown this week was of CivDiv's um, uh, POV GoPro footage of his team's attack on a house with a Russian Spetsnaz team. It's some wild stuff. Um, so again, thanks so much to the Colonel and Lieutenant tier patrons. And uh, link is in the description if you want to join. See you guys in the next one.